0: folks. Welcome to another episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. This week, we're going to do our usual roundup of security fixes that have gone into the supported Ubuntu releases in the last week. We're going to cover some updates for PHP, PolicyKit, WebKit, GDK, QMU, GLibC, and more. Plus, I'm going to have a little bit of a discussion around a proposed feature that we're looking at trying to land for the next long-term support release, Ubuntu 2204 long-term support, that is due out at the end of April plus uh, some preview of some content that we will be bringing in uh, future episodes uh, due to some listener requests. Uh, but let's just get into the week in security updates first. So this week, there were 44 unique CVEs that were addressed by the team. Up first, we had another update for SnapD. So this relates back to the one I talked about uh, two weeks ago. There was a bunch of issues that we fixed there uh, that had been reported by Qualys and some people internally at Canonical. Uh, in this case, Uh, The update for SnapD, unfortunately, still was causing issues with people using the fish shell, so that has now been fixed and that update goes out to all of the uh, supported Ubuntu releases all the way back to 14.04 extended security maintenance and those since. We had an update uh, as well for php this was a use after free uh, there was actually a proof of concept that exists for this that shows the ability that to crash the php interpreter via a crafted database query uh, and so that's possible then there could be remote code execution as well through that uh, but that has been updated now for php in ubuntu uh, 24 long-term support and 2110. Uh, similarly we had an update for policy kit in those same releases Uh, This is related to some newer functionality in PolicyKit and that's why it doesn't affect the older releases. In this case it was possible to crash PolicyKit by causing it to run out of file descriptors. Essentially a PolicyKit will uh, create or will open up a file descriptor for each connection that it's handling and if you send it multiple requests and you cause each one of those to potentially fail uh, then it doesn't end up closing those file descriptors and eventually runs out and crashes. Uh, PolicyKit though will be restarted by SystemD so the impact of that is pretty low uh, But yeah, that one has been fixed as well. We had an update for MariaDB after that. 10 CVE fixes were rolled into that. This is updating MariaDB to the latest upstream point releases. As usual, there's not a lot of details in the vulnerabilities that were fixed here. Uh, I have got links in the show notes if you want to go and try and dig into those. But uh, yeah, that does update MariaDB to 10.3.34 for Ubuntu uh, 20.04 long-term support and 10.5.15 for 21.10. Uh, yeah, but the usual mix of issues there uh, none of those are super high priority We had an update for WebKit GTK. Uh, This rolls in a bunch of different fixes for various issues that it has inherited from WebKit upstream itself. Uh, That is for WebKit GTK in a bunch of releases 24 long-term support and 2110. Uh, We had an update as well for QMU. Uh, the popular uh, emulation product. Uh, this is for Ubuntu uh, 18.04 and 20.04 long term support and 2110. So, again, a bunch of different issues here uh, possible integer overflow, uh, various null pointer dereferences were fixed there, uh, possible memory leaks and uh, memory disclosures via the Vhost user GPU driver. Uh, we've got a crash or possible code execution in the USB redirector uh, device emulation as well. So, they have all been fixed for QMU. Uh, relatedly, we've got an update for our Virgil Renderer. This is uh, kind of a virtual GPU for KVM. Uh, and in this case, it was a fix for a couple of vulnerabilities, a possible information leak and out of bounds uh, memory, write. so possible there to crash or get code execution uh, through KVM of the host there. As well, uh, finally, we had an update for glibc. So, a uh, huge number of fixes have gone into this. 12 different CVEs were fixed, and these are in various different places. You know, glibc contains a huge amount of functionality, I guess. It's you know, the base library that's used by uh, all applications written in C. Uh, so, we've got fixes for various out of bounds uh, memory reads and writes, so, you know, possible crash or code execution through those. Uh, what else? We've got um, various modules within glibc, so, the character encoding handling module. Module icon V has been fixed. What else? Uh, possible to crash it through uh, various net group lookups via the NSCD daemon. Uh, fixes for a bunch of different uh, just low-level functions like WordX, uh, RealPath, and get current working directory, get CWD. They've all had fixes as well. So yeah, various updates there for glibc2. And that is it for the week in security updates. Yeah, I wanted to get through those quickly because uh, some other stuff I want to talk about this week uh, within the community. So a long-standing request that we've had is to enable uh, Py or position-independent executable for Python. There's a bug that goes back to 2015 about this. Um, PI or position independent executables is something that has been enabled for uh, the various architectures in Ubuntu for quite a while now. This is uh, a feature of the compiler that then allows uh, when the application is actually loaded to make use of uh, sort of exec ASLR, so address space layout randomization, so the various uh, executable portions of the um, code can get loaded into different parts of memory and that then means that say you know if you get say a memory uh, an information leak that discloses a pointer or something like that uh when i run this application say it will have a different set of memory addresses than when say you run it or if i run it a second time it will have a different set of memory addresses again so uh, things like return oriented return oriented programming and other attack techniques like that uh, are able to be kind of frustrated and uh, made a lot more difficult as a result uh, as I say, this has been turned on by default for almost everything in the Ubuntu archive except for Python. It's one of the things that obviously is installed by default. It's used by a lot of different applications, uh, but it hasn't had that enabled in the past. So, um, back in the day, uh, this actually had quite a performance impact on Python. Um, more recent testing, though, shows that this has very little impact, if not no impact. And actually, for some different benchmarks, you actually get a performance increase. So, really, what we're seeing there is that the you know, performance hit of this is basically nothing, it's in the noise. Uh, And so we are trying to still coordinate uh, to maybe land this for uh, the in-development long-term support release and 122204 long-term support. Uh, We're coordinating with the foundation's team who kind of manage and own that package in Ubuntu. So hopefully that can land uh, in time for this next long-term support release. Otherwise, it will certainly be, I think, in uh, the next uh, interim release, which will be uh, 2210. And then it's possible we could enable that through a stable release update back to uh, the long-term support releases as well. So that is, uh, yeah, hopefully a good win for security if we can get that to land. Uh, That will be done through the feature freeze exception process since uh, Ubuntu 2204 is now in feature freeze so yeah it'll be interesting to see uh, how we can navigate that but yeah with any luck we can make that one land and kind of uh, kill off one of those bugs that has been around for quite a while Also, uh, we had a a user inquire about uh, basic security advice for running your own server. So uh, this is the kind of topic that, uh, you know, has a lot of different advice that we could go into, various different recommendations and the like, and we certainly will be. Uh, Camilla is putting together uh, a bunch of uh, special content for this. It will probably be spread across a number of episodes because yeah, there is a lot of different ways that you can uh, do this, a lot of different good pieces of advice that you can apply to this. So yeah, look out for that in probably next week's episode and uh, a few other. After that. And finally, something I did want to mention this week uh, we are still hiring. We've got open positions for Ubuntu security engineers. So, basically, if you want to come and join our team and help make your favorite Linux distro more secure, uh, check out the link in the show notes. Uh, Like a lot of um, engineering positions at Canonical, uh, this is home-based anywhere in the world. So, you know, wherever you're listening from in the world, uh, you can come and work for us. Uh, We're looking for people, obviously, who have a strong interest in security and Linux, uh, strong background in both. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a good candidate for it. Uh, as I say, we're looking for people with strong Linux uh, security background. You know, people that understand vulnerabilities and the ways of fixing them. Uh, familiar with things like coordinated disclosure and you know, obviously skills with uh, various programming languages, C and Python and Go and the like. And you know, we obviously want people that are you know good at problem solving and things, plus having good communication skills and all the rest of it. So as I say, there is a link in the show notes. Uh, check that out if you're interested and apply. We would love to have you join our team. All right, Uh, so that takes us to the end of this week's episode. As usual, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at securityubuntu.com. We also hang out in the Ubuntu security channel on the libera.chat IRC network. Actually, and surprisingly, we do mention IRC as a uh, communication skill in that job posting. So yeah, that one's a little bit, uh, you know, long in the tooth. But anyway, I digress. Uh, What else? And you can also reach us on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore sec as well. So thanks everyone for listening again for another week. I will be back again with you all next week. But until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.